0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Ticket, Variety and iHeart's movie podcast. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today I'm sitting down with Fresh Off the Boat's Randall Park. He's talking about his new Netflix rom-com, Always Be My Maybe, with Ali Wong. He's remembering his first paid acting gig. Wait till you hear that story. Plus, why it's time for Randall Park to play Wolverine.
0: It's all coming up today on The Big Ticket. Stay tuned. It's safe to say 2020 was one of the most difficult years ever for so many. And these remain very challenging times. That's why I'm here to ask you, how can I help? My name is Dr. Gail Saltz, host of the new weekly podcast, How Can I Help?, with Dr. Gail Saltz, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, best-selling author, and I'm here to help. Join me every Friday where you can ask your most pressing questions and get helpful guidance on topics ranging from coping with anxiety and mood, relationships, to family and parenting issues, to workplace dynamics, to dealing with COVID fatigue, and everything in between. While it has been a tough time, you don't have to navigate it alone. So, how can I help? You can send your questions anonymously to me at, at senecawomen.com and I will answer with specific advice and understanding. Listen to How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Right now, Randall Park.
2: How are you? Good, good. This is so cool. This yeah. is like...
1: This impresses you? It does impress <laughs> me, actually,
2: because I've never seen the 405 so uh, light. And, empty. and I feel like we just took the 405 and it wasn't this light. Like, it was... <laughs> I felt like it was more congested. But this is...
1: Yeah, you should see it on a Friday night at about five o'clock. Oh, It's gosh. literally... And in the winter, it just looks like Christmas because oh, it's yeah, just the yeah, red yeah. lights and the yeah. white light. Yeah, it's really bad. Has Has Variety been at this building for a long they time? They were. Or? They were for a long time. They were down on uh, Wilshire Corner. They were down okay. on um, 57, no, <laughs> 5700 Wilshire, like big white building,
2: R- right where that where like the Screen Actors Guild. Exactly. Well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And then they moved here. I've been here a year. Okay. I don't know how long they've been here. Um, it's a nice building. The yeah, location's right. a little weird, but
2: whatever. It's, it it is, works. It is strange, but I <laughs> like it. It's the west side. That's nice. You're near Sawtelle. That's true. A lot of that great food. That's really good yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. Really, that, really good that food. That street is great.
1: So, so much fun movie. Oh. It's like, how did that, like, how did it come about? Were you and Allie just sitting around one day saying, let's come up with this romantic comedy? Is it based on something? Um,
2: you know, I've known Allie for a long time and we've uh, always collaborated on things. She wrote on Fresh Off the Boat right. for the first three seasons. And um, we always talked about doing a pro- creating a project together. And, uh, uh, and then the opportunity just arose. There was a profile on her in The New Yorker and she mentioned that... Uh, they asked her what she was going to do next, and she mentioned, "Oh, you know, Randall and I always talked about doing a writing a rom com together." And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then the next thing you know, we got inundated with phone calls from different studios, and people wanted to so see the just, script.
1: Just a mention in the New Yorker, a
2: casual mention that wow. she didn't probably even expect to make it in the the you know the uh, publication, but it wow. made it in, and uh, a lot of these online outlets picked up on that little piece and. Vulture wrote a, uh, a letter to Hollywood, Dear Hollywood, uh, make this movie. And then we got all these calls, and, and uh, but we didn't have a script. I was just going to say, do you <laughs> even have an idea of what it was going <laughs> I, to be? No. But uh, once we realized, oh, there's a demand, and that's in part, uh, or in large part, because Allie, her special had come out, and her special was just so... So important to the right. culture, you know, uh, and, and the, and the, the, you know, it was just a very uh, impactful comedy special. And, um, and so we were like, oh, there's a demand. Let's write it and see what happens. So we literally just met every week, wow. wrote the outline, brought in our friend Michael Golamko, who we all came from the same college theater company. Wow. And, uh, uh, and then we had a script and we, we brought we it did to it Netflix. Take? Not long at all. And we probably had a first draft in like half a year.
1: That's amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was so fun writing it because, again, the three of us already knew each other. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it it was just it was just fun and, and easy and very atypical. And what? How did
1: this? How did
2: how did this story happen?
1: Was it just sitting there brainstorming, or did you be, or was someone like, "Well, there was this time in my life."
2: When- well, we wanted to do a rom com. Yeah. We were very influenced by when Harry met Sally, mm-hmm. uh, and we also love the movie Boomerang. And mm-hmm. both of those movies were were kind of on our minds a lot when we were writing it, and I, the story just kind of uh, came, organically came about, mm-hmm. and um, and a lot of the little details just made sense to put in because we wanted to incorporate, you know, Allie's experience in the Bay Area and uh, and my experience being in a band out of college. And, you know, <laughs> we just took all these like little pieces of our lives and kind of uh, where, where they fit, we put them in. So you were a big stoner in college, is that <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> you know, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I you do it well. <laughs> partook here and there, but I was not a big stoner. Yeah
1: and how was your rap career before you became an actor
2: <laughs> oh it was a complete failure but we you know it, it was similar to the band in the movie in that I, I, we weren't even really trying right. we, we didn't like we were just doing it for fun and we gained this little following in la and mm-hmm. so we kept doing it but we had no ambition <laughs> <laughs> and we weren't that great so it was kind of like oh this is this is so fun it's almost like Throwing a little party every right. like few weeks, and then uh, and then we had to move on with our with our lives.
1: So uh, what was the music like? What, what was the band like? It was just like the, mu- the music in the band in yeah. the movie. Oh yeah. wow, yeah.
2: yeah, it was the same thing. It was uh, except for they were like two lead vocalists, and at one point three, there were three of us. And, Supre- and you were the band. Supremes. Yeah, we were the Supremes. <laughs> <laughs> Came out in sparkly outfits <laughs> and. Uh, uh, choreographed dance steps so and no Sounds it was like the, broadway no it was very lazy <laughs> <laughs> it was the laziest band ever but uh but it was fun
1: and you you talk about you know there was the demand for this kind of movie there's a demand yeah. for you know asian centric movies now did you yeah. ever think you'd see that
2: well you know i mean this movie we we we're done with production before Crazy Rich Asians came out. So wow. So the the movie actually like was made before we even really knew <laughs> of this big demand for it. You know, I wow. mean there was a definitely a demand for Ali. Right. And there was a you know, and I had built up a career at that point to, to I guess justify them making <laughs> this movie with us. <laughs> so uh but but we didn't know the you know, it was it, it became a different world after Crazy Rich Asians and Black Panther and, and, you know, um, but uh, but it's great. It's so great to be a a part of that. Did they purposely
1: hold it back for after Crazy Rich Asians?
2: No, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, we were in post-production when Crazy Rich Asians came out and then... And then I'm sure the excitement level for our movie went up, you know, although it although to be honest, Netflix was very enthusiastic about it from the beginning. Yeah, it threw out into the uh, into the early cuts of the movie. They were super excited about it. Why, uh, Why do
1: you think this demand is happening now? Like what like what comes first, you know, like is it Crazy Rich Asians? And then there's this explosion. But like you're saying, like there was an excitement beforehand because yeah. a lot of people will say oh it's crazy rich Asians they started the phenomenon yeah. but from what you're saying i mean
2: i think it's i think it's i think it's both it's a little bit of everything mm-hmm. it's 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 definitely certainly uh baby cobra you know had Mm -hmm. had a big part uh part to do with it uh i mean fresh off the boat you know i mean you could go as far back as all american girl (laughs) i mean these little like these kind of little movements that kind of push it forward over Mm -hmm. time and uh and 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 some of that pushing is is uh, on a on a grander scale like crazy rich asians and and uh but uh, I, I think it's just this cumulative effect of of people wanting to tell their stories and 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 finding that there's a lot of pushback and, and it, it's 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 a tough world. You know, mm-hmm. it's tough to get these stories out there, but but we push back and mm-hmm. uh, and eventually, you know, little cracks start opening up and, and now the it feels like the, the dam is breaking. But, yeah. uh, but I mean,
1: look, you have Shanghai. Yeah. I mean, this Marvel movie that is going to be Asian, right, Asian right, superhero. Right,
2: right, right, yeah, yeah, and uh, and a lot more projects coming out, and and um, hopefully we could get to a point where we could have a dismal failure, and it won't be. Well, I it was, won't hold us back. Well, I was going. Know?
1: I was going to ask you that because um, I forget. I was trying to find out who said it, and I think it was, I think it was a female director. I can't remember, but yeah. saying how, you know marginalized communities are not allowed to fail because yeah. once they fail, then Hollywood says, see, it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah let go, let's yeah. go back to the white street guy. Boom. That works.
2: For sure. I mean, that's Which, that fails a lot too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they get another chance. Yes. Like, uh, like I feel like with us, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. I, I with fresh off the boat, for example, yeah. you know, it had been 20 years I since the last Asian family years. on t- on network TV, uh, with Margaret Show's all yeah. American girl. And, uh, so when when our show was coming out, there was just so much pressure from all sides, right. you know, uh, including within the community. You know, this is got this has got to be perfect, right. you know, right? And um uh, and this has got to represent all of us because there's nothing else, you know. <laughs> right. and not one show could represent everybody, no. you know. You're never gonna win that one. Right? No, but we, we You know, the show was. Uh, in, in large part because of uh, Eddie Wong's source material, and and uh, also because of Nannajka Khan, who mm-hmm. who is uh, who we can't say enough great things about. Obviously. But, but uh, this show turned out great, and uh, and thankfully we're we're I, I, well we're still going. We're going into our sixties season. It's, it's amazing. How many
1: seasons do you think you'll
2: go? Out? How many seasons? Yeah, well, I don't know. I thought that last one would be the last one. Why
1: did you think? Why do you say that?
2: Uh, because literally, like the season finale was like a bookend to the <laughs> pilot, <laughs> so I think like everyone kind of thought that, and uh, we weren't sure if we'd keep going.
1: I uh, think Constance thought that, didn't she?
2: <laughs> she certainly thought that. <laughs> she at the she was out. in for a surprise, <laughs> and uh, and we all uh, we all were. Uh, and uh, but it's great. I mean, uh, hopefully the you know the show will will, will even. I mean, there's a lot more stories to tell. So But you definitely going. understand
1: also where Constance was coming from. It's like she wants to go on and do other things. For you sure, want
2: to do it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It was kind of the thing where if it didn't get picked up, I was I, I, I was, I mean I was prepared for it to not get picked up and I was excited for these other things I could do. But mm. if it did get picked up, I was also like, Oh that's, that's all I ever wanted <laughs> was all I ever wanted was a, a job. Right. You know, and a and a regular job and so and to, to work with great people. So uh so, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing.
1: So, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So, you're not only doing this movie that's before Crazy Rotations, you get Keanu Reeves, and <laughs> then it just so happens he has John Wick, which is, like, the hottest <laughs> thing now. The, the timing. Now he has Toy Story, who's on the Toy Story carpet last night that I, I was know. there. It's like everyone was, like, Tom Hanks, who? It was yeah. Keanu Reeves.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Keanu Sanz, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but like,
1: what did you think? Like, did you send it to him thinking, will he really do it? Was it oh, yeah, written no. for him specifically, or was it just any yeah. douchebag actor?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, it was written for him. We sent it to him, but we did not think we'd get him. I wow. mean, no. uh, yeah, I mean, what are the chances? You write a script. A romantic in a bubble, comedy, a romantic comedy <laughs> with Asian Americans, <laughs> and then and then you write in a role for uh, the, one, the, one of the most iconic right. uh, stars of all time.
1: And, and by the way, to play a douchebag, like yeah. not even.
2: A douchebag version of I himself, mean, so. so he has to be—he has to have a sense of humor about that. Yes, and he has to. There has to be this aware. You know, I mean, stars at that level—they they, they have to exist in a bubble. They, you know, right. uh, but for him to have that awareness and that sense of humor and mm. that uh, that uh, understanding of what we were we were going for, uh, we 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 still can't believe he said yes.
1: Tell me about the first day on set when he walked on set.
2: Oh gosh! Well, our, our all of our Keanu scenes were on our very last four days of production oh, wow. of the movie. So we did a we did a a lot of majority of the movie we shot in Vancouver, and then we did a couple of weeks in San Francisco to, yep. to to get a lot of the exteriors. And um, but because he was shooting, he was in the middle of shooting John Wick three. Right. He had a uh, he had a window where he would. That's another crazy thing. <laughs> he had a window, <laughs> and he came to our, our to play with us during that wow. window. Um, but, uh, yeah, he came to San Francisco. All of his shoots were night shoots. So we, they were four overnights in a row. Wow. Uh, so it was, a, you know, we were in for a grueling four nights and, and then the Keanu of it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. And he showed up and he was just so gracious and so game. He's so cool. He's so really cool, cool and so kind and so, uh, uh just ready to play i mean he had all of these things in his back pocket that Mm -hmm. you know know, list the chinese dignitaries that that he like rattles (laughs) off in the movie we didn't know he was gonna do that
0: (laughs) and then and then
2: yeah and so many you know even before we went into uh those four days of production he, he he had so many kind of thoughts and suggestions that we incorporated into the script wow the whole thing with that—he he's wearing these glasses with no lenses in them, like which is such a just a brilliant, <laughs> like strange idea. idea. Wow. That was his idea, and it's like so—it's uh, it made for such a great like, uh, uh, you know, kind of glimpse into this character. Right. You know, so he's
1: not only he's agreed to do it, night shoes for four days.
2: Yeah,
1: he's doing some backstory research on his character, learning Chinese dignitary names, (laughs) which I'll be the white guy who says, that's not easy. I mean, he (laughs) might have already known them for all I
2: know. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he already knew those Chinese dignitaries.
1: (laughs) So let's talk about the scene in the car. Yeah. so awkward. So realistically awkward. Yeah. My husband and I were watching it and I think my favorite part of that is when you're you and um, Ali Wang have uh, lost your virginity. Yeah. When you don't know what to do with your arm, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you'd like hit her in the head, and you're like, "What do I do?" <laughs> it was so. Re- yeah. My husband said, like, "What are you laughing so hard for? I'm like, "That's so real."
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that scene uh was well it was based on uh my real life losing virginity uh, <laughs> uh, experience uh something that I just uh, you know shared with uh, with uh with Allie and Mike and uh it just ended, ended up in the script, the script. <laughs> um and uh and when we shot that we you know in the script that scene was just a couple lines right. it, it was it was the literal lines were do you want to get something to eat yeah you <laughs> yeah. know that was it and uh which you see at the end of that scene right. but but throughout the uh, production of that scene we were just playing it was all improvi- improvised and uh and we kept a uh, a chunk of that in the <laughs> in the film and it was probably one of the most fun nights of shooting because alia and i were just cracking up breaking and i try not to break Well, that's
1: the thing on a movie like this ha- i mean with um the woman who plays jenny yeah I mean, oh my gosh vivian yeah. bang oh my yeah. god <laughs> and she's- when she's feeding you guys that dinner, oh, yeah. and you're spitting the food out. Yeah, I didn't I'm, know well, she spoiler would. Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, alert, but yeah. Oh, no, it's that. fine at this point. <laughs> but you're spitting the food out. I was just, just howling. Yeah,
2: I mean, none of that was scripted. That really? Was, yeah, wow. that was all just, she just did it, and we just kind of went along. and and how? And okay,
1: I know you're actors, so this is what you can do for a living. Yeah. But how do you do that without <laughs> just breaking and just like, you're spitting food out. How is Allie not just laughing? How is she not?
2: You know, there was a lot of breaking. Like we did laugh a lot. I mean, it was uh, the whole production. There was just it was just so joyous and fun. Again, Allie is an old friend. Nanachka an old friend yep. now from the show. Yep. Vivian Bang, I did. I, I we did theater together, wow. you know, uh, way back in the day. And uh, so it felt like it was it was a party. It really was. and. Uh, Usually in those situations, the product doesn't come out so good because you're having too much fun, you <laughs> right, know, and right. you're not focused. But, but, uh, but, you know, it was Nanachka Khan who kept it all together, and, uh, and, and we still were able to have so much fun.
1: Now we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, Randall and I talk about the possibility of him playing Wolverine in an X-Men reboot. Okay,
0: let's go.
1: So
2: we're supposed to be sticking to the script, but we ain't, because that's just not what we do.
0: It's your girl, Tam Bam, y'all, and it's AJ Hay, and we're giving a whole bunch of good bad advice, and a lot of bad great advice. (laughs) We're trying to teach you how to say when, how, and how much, Uh y'all. Yes, sir.
2: Now, that doesn't always have to apply to your sex life, ladies. It can absolutely apply to your career, unless your sex life is your career, then it's interchangeable.
0: talking about a whole lot of sex.
2: I love the sex. Hey, and a bunch of money. Love the money. And relationships. Yeah, we're going to work on that.
0: <laughs> so listen to our new show, We Talk Back, every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And now we're back with more Randall Park. When did you first see yourself, someone
2: like you, on screen?
1: Do you remember?
2: Oh gosh, um, yeah, I do remember. It was well on, on TV. I distinctly remember mm-hmm. it was. Uh, I was watching the news and they were covering a UCLA uh, football. Like they're doing a profile on UCLA football, and they had a place kicker who was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Korean American and they were interviewing him and I remember sitting there looking at him and he was being interviewed and he didn't have an accent and he was and I was like blown away wow I couldn't believe it and that that, remember how old you were I, I don't remember but I remember that was the first time I saw someone who and it was like a small thing, you right. know, but that's it? those
1: small little things it stuck it's in like my like, head this right. whole
2: time. I, re- I distinctly remember like the images that were coming. You we know what screen. we need to do. You yeah. need to
1: find them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, how many Korean American oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> players were playing at UCLA? Totally. That's amazing. Totally.
2: Yeah. And um, uh, that stuck with me That because wow. I remember being like, this is so weird. Mm. Because I had seen Asian people on TV before, you know, I right. watched Bonanza and Hot right. Singh was, you know, right. like, you know, like, but uh, but to see somebody who, who looked and sounded like me was pretty shocking.
1: And then what were your first
2: auditions like? Um, gosh, uh, you know, it was, it, they they kind of ran the gamut of small parts, you know, right. like, uh a lot of them were just kind of there to to, to kind of fill the space, to mm-hmm. add color to the space. Right. You know, um, I wouldn't say a lot of them were were stereotypical or racist, mm-hmm. but they were kind of just clearly just there to add color. Right. You know. Right. Um, uh, and then there were those kind of racist roles that you know would come my way some of them I would be like no I can't I can't go out on that audition and and others where I'd be in my head well I'm broke and and it's not so bad (laughs) so I'd go on the audition and I I most likely wouldn't book the part but uh, you know over time I started accumulating uh, a resume
1: what was your first paid gig
2: first paid gig was a commercial for and it was on the Asian channel. <laughs> it was in LA. It was Channel 18. Okay. <laughs> and it was in Chinese, and I didn't understand a word of it. I to this day I don't even know what I was selling exactly. You're not Chinese. <laughs> I'm not Chinese. <laughs> but I played the father of a kid, and the kid had. I come home from work. The kid has a lot of energy, and I'm just super tired. And then I take these Chinese liver pills. <laughs> And then cut to me being wide awake, <laughs> happy, playing with my kid, all with over like a, a Mandarin voiceover. And I still don't understand what they were saying.
1: You don't even know if it was Mandarin, if it was Chinese. Yeah, I don't care yeah. for that yeah.
2: yeah, but I did get a lot of calls from my friend's parents <laughs> saying, I saw you. You're a huge wow. star, and I was like, "Yeah, I got paid two hundred dollars for that." You remember how excited
1: though you, when you were when you booked that? I
2: thought I made it. Right, I, I did. It was it was a huge deal, and uh, uh, yeah, it was it, it really. Uh, I mean, it probably kept me in the game. I think I, you know, there were numerous points in my career was like, "I'm done. I'm this is like too really? hard," and then I booked the Chinese liver pill commercial, and I'd be like, "I'm back." <laughs> It's your comeback, yeah. your comeback, yeah.
1: Randall's Renaissance,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Randall's Renaissance. <laughs>
1: and then when you book fresh off the boat,
2: yeah, that I was mean, uh, well. See, at that point, I had been in in, in it for a long time, right? and I had booked a, a bunch of pilots at that mm-hmm. point, and none of the pilots got picked up to series. Um, so I was used to, I understood how it worked. Most mm-hmm. pilots don't get picked right. up the series. It's like winning the lottery. <laughs> and then here comes this show about an Asian American family at a time when that was unheard of. Right. And I was like, oh great, I'll make some money off of this pilot. I'll have a fun time and, uh, and then I'll move on. Uh, I did not expect it to get picked up. I did feel like the, the project was great. Ninotchka Khan, I w- was well aware of her and what she could yeah. do, and uh, but I was I was still certain that it wouldn't get picked up. Um,
1: and were you certain it wouldn't get picked up because it was about Asian Americans, yeah. and
2: that just Hollywood just couldn't see themselves selling something like that? For sure, that yeah. was a big part of it. But also, again, I, pilots don't get picked up. Right. I mean, that was my you know my experience. Right. Um, even the ones that are super hot, you read about like right up into the, you know, right up in, before upfronts, yeah. like this is going to get picked up. Like that, that happened to me a few times. And really? I was like, oh, I'm okay, I'm going to, you know, uh, 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 invest in a tuxedo for upfronts, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, and then it, it just wouldn't get picked up. So, so like, a, yeah, I just felt like it was definitely not going to happen. And mm. then we got picked up to series and I was like, oh, great, one season, great. Because what are the chances right. of, you know. Uh, and how,
1: when did you know, like, you know what, we've hit something, Something? something's working
2: here, it's resonating. I, I would say, I would say, well, with that first season, it felt like the response was really strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was critically acclaimed and, uh, you know, the community seemed to right. embrace it, which was important to me yep. uh, uh, for the most part, you know, and, uh um, I'd say after that first season, I was like, well, well once it aired, because we shot the whole season before it even aired, and mm-hmm. then once it aired, it felt like, oh, there's something here. Wow. Um, still wasn't sure if it would come back, but uh, I'd say once it came back into that second season, I was like, oh, we, I, I have a regular job wow. for a while. Uh, and no no more liver are. pills. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call
1: me for that liver pill commercial. Hey, you, you, never never know. Know. <laughs> you never know.
2: <laughs>
1: you never know. Gotta have humility.
2: Yes, yes, you never know. So uh, I'm always ready for that, for the liver, liver pills to come back. <laughs> but uh, but six seasons in, it's it's pretty amazing. And then
1: you've done Iron Man and the Wath.
0: That's crazy. Aquaman. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. Okay, the same so here's year, the big that's, question. That's
2: wild. What's
1: better? marvel or dc oh, come on man <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh come on they're both great <laughs> i love them both equally the yeah. same year yeah that's that's so wild that's so wild i can't believe it i still can't believe were it. were you
1: a superhero fan when you were a kid were you i aren't? collected
2: comic books yeah Are I, I which, was was which was your favorite which was the x-men was my favorite yeah, that was my favorite. Uh, that didn't do too well this know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, They'll
1: reboot it though, because now Disney owns Fox. Oh so right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. It's all. It's all changing. Okay. So who do you want to play in the X Men re-
1: reboot? Come on, pitch it.
2: I can't. I, I'm Jimmy Wu in Marvel, so I can't. I. I, I don't think. Uh, it's a superhero. Man. Yes, you can. <laughs> you could do anything. I mean, you know, I think. all all, at least all the, the the collectors in my circle, we were obsessed with Wolverine. Yeah? Yeah, obsessed with Why? Wolverine. Because he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cool. And so, uh, and I thank Hugh Jackman. Move over, Hugh Jackman. Oh, Here yeah. Comes Here comes Randall Park. Park. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gosh, But I love I, when people do say that. Like, well, you can't do that because in comic book 52, this happened, and I'm, I always say to people, like, it's not real.
2: Right. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> that's They're right. comic books. That's right.
1: Like, you know, all of us, you know, look, look at Avengers. All well, of a sudden, everyone came back. Yeah, yeah, they that's were, right. They went to dust. That's right. That's, <laughs> the, that's, the, that's
2: the, the beauty of it all. But, it, yeah, it is wild to be a part of it, I, I, of both uh, universes. I'm just like, I still can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you,
1: if, a, if that kind of movie comes on TV or whatever, or it's coming across Netflix, do you watch it? Uh, do you watch yourself?
2: Uh, no. no no i mean i, I see i see right. it i watch it you know i'll go to the premiere right. and uh and uh sometimes i'll'll I'll, you know every now and then if i'm on a plane and uh, and, I'll, <laughs> and, I'll, and i'll watch it but uh but uh yeah i don't i don't get super excited when i come on tv and like oh my god i got to stop what i'm doing and watch myself oh okay never Liverpool commercial came on you really oh, that because <laughs> i'd be like why is that still airing <laughs> and they haven't sent me my 15 by the way you need to find that too. To it's oh, that. it's it's out there, is it, out there? Okay, it is out there to look for oh please yeah post it. it it is a horrible performance <laughs> It's like laughable. <laughs> I have no lines and it's terrible.
1: And you're just playing low energy and then high energy. Right? Yeah,
2: and my low energy, I give a yawn in it that is just so Something's big. So bad. <laughs> it's just so big. Many- and my high energy, I pump my fist like so hard <laughs> and it's, like nobody ever does it that way.
1: How many takes did it take you to get the yawn right?
2: <laughs> you know that I think the budget of that commercial is probably like Sixty dollars. So yeah. I probably only had one take. <laughs> um,
1: you talk a lot about that, you know you want to do more writing, you want to more do more producing direct, as directing yeah. in there too. Yeah, yeah, I'd out. love
2: to. I'd love to. I mean, that, that, is that kind of cliche? You hear that no. a lot. Oh,
1: I mean, listen, you're an actor. It's something else in your profession. You want to yeah, do it. you could say it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I'd love to. I, I, the experience of working on this movie was uh, in that capacity, in mm-hmm. a you know producing capacity, yep. was just so. Uh, so fun and, and eye opening and, and and uh it's something I definitely want to do. Keep doing.
1: And what's the next script? Come on, give me that. Tell me what that script is that everyone should be calling you about. Oh gosh. This is your this is your Al Wong New Yorker <laughs> moment.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean I'm open to I, I I don't know.
1: You uh, <laughs> know. I did say, and I
2: did say in an interview that because I've been on this big Columbo kick, like I've been watching a lot you of Columbo, it. and uh, uh, I, I would love to uh, to play a, a version of Columbo. You know it's really that, weird right now. Randall's sitting here in a trench coat. It's so <laughs> strange. Yeah, if this is all leading up and to there's this. Uh, there's
1: over there. <laughs> <laughs> but he has nothing in mind. <laughs>
2: yeah well okay you got me that's why i came here i'm glad you you, you brought it to this point in the conversation because uh yeah i want to do Columbo.
1: <laughs> Columbo or wolverine
2: <laughs> right that's why i'm wearing okay. the uh, <laughs> the claws
1: if you had to choose someone comes in and says you want to play columbia you want to play wolverine
2: <laughs> i would try to try to uh tr- try to create a situation where I could be both. I could wear the trench coat and Clumber- wear the claws. Columbarine? Columbarine. Columbarine-issance. <laughs> <laughs> <Clumberino-sance. laughs> oh,
1: and now before you go, I always ask, when was the last time you cried watching a movie? Oh, gosh. I'm like, uh, a crier.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure I'm a crier. <laughs> uh Gosh, the last time. I mean, I cry every movie. <laughs> I cry every movie. I, I mean, I I I think I tear it up at our premiere, and I had yeah. seen that thing over and over and over again. Uh, um, I don't. Re- I think I think that was the last time I, I, I cried was at our premiere, which is like, uh, yeah, yeah. I was really it was really moving to, to see it in, you know, in that big big theater yeah. and and with so many people and to to. to Feel the response, uh, uh, you know. They hear, hear the laughter, and they were, gosh, in that theater, they were laughing so much that you could, you know, barely hear the next joke, That's you great. know. And then Keanu sitting like five <laughs> rows behind me, and like half the time I'm looking backwards just to see <laughs> his reaction. having and, a good time, and he was having a great time, wow. and it just was. It was very emotional for me. Yeah.
1: And do people assume that the movie came after Crazy Rich Asians? It's coming out after Crazy Rich Asians, but do people assume that it got
2: greenlit because of Crazy Rich Asians? A lot Asian? of people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which I, I I mean that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. I, I understand why people think that, but yeah, it was uh, done So do you and Constance Wu just fight about which the one came first? <laughs> Uh yeah, well she you know they they were in theaters and they have box office numbers and that and and, and they numbers. They got some numbers. <laughs> and they got some numbers and the two
1: sequels being filmed at the same time. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, is there a sequel to Always Be My Baby? Uh, I don't my know, baby?
2: you know, I don't know. We're still kind of basking in in, in the the celebration of it all, but, uh, the, but but there has been a lot of chatter online about about that, which is really really nice.
1: And what's the one movie you could watch over and over again it will never get boring?
2: Uh, the Apartment. Yeah, why I is watched that because I just love it, and I love Jack Lemmon mm-hmm. and Shirley MacLaine. And uh, uh, that one I, I will see at any you know if you if you pulled it, pulled it out on your phone right now I'd stop this interview. <laughs> right. and, <watch> <laughs> and then another one when Harry met Sally, which is right. uh, you know was what, a big part of the the genesis of this movie. That's another one I just know like the the back of my hand and i love it yeah awesome thank
1: you so much this is so much fun oh that was so fun thank you that was randall park thanks for listening now coming up next week broad city stars alana glazer and abby jacobson talking about the end of their comedy central series plus their plans for the future